You're listening to the official podcast of the Greater Mount Airy Chamber of Commerce in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I'm your host, Chamber President and CEO, Randy Collins. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's talk business. Part of the the initial trailer of the podcast is we were going to uh, talk with some chamber leaders, and today we're uh, talking with the chairman of the board, John Phillips. Um, so, John, thanks for thanks for being with us and talking with us today. And um, we're going to talk about a few things about the chamber, but. Um, uh, I was going to tell our listeners, um, if some of you that have not met John, John has been around the chamber for a while, uh, and he is a State Farm agent here in Mount Airy, uh, been with the company a long time, and uh, but also happens to be the, the, uh, the top elected person on our board and um, uh, that we call the chairman of the board. So... Um, John, for some people that may not know who you are, maybe you should tell them about your business or, you know, how long you've been in the community. That might be of interest to some listeners. Thank you, Randy. Um, I appreciate doing this. I think this is a really good idea uh, for the chamber. Uh, I listened to your introductory podcast myself and thought this it was, was a great one, wasn't it? It was. It was great. I, I <laughs> thought that this, I think this is a good way for chamber members and other folks who get to listen to it to have another way to get information about the chamber. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I am 53 years old. Um, as you said, I own a state farm insurance agency here in Mount Area. My office is on North South Street next to Gates Pharmacy, uh, also near Mount Airy Saw and Mower. Um, I did not grow up in Mount Airy. I, I, I actually grew up in Roanoke, Virginia. Not too far away. Not too far away. That's, that's part of the reason why my family and I are, are now here is because of its proximity to that. I'll make me talk about that in a second. Right. Um, I've worked for State Farm for 30, I'm coming up on my 31st anniversary with State Farm. State Farm is the only company that I've ever worked for professionally. I started the day after I graduated from college. Wow. Um, and I've done a, a myriad of things for State Farm. Um, I've been an agency most of the time. I've actually been a State Farm agent twice. Well, once is here, and I was also a State Farm agent near Charlotte at one time for about six years. So I, I moved um, to Mount Airy in 2013, and the agency that I have, I took over from uh, another State Farm agent, a very gracious man. Many people in the community will know uh, who he was, Steve Gross. Okay, yeah. Um, Steve was a State Farm agent here for about 25 years. Wow. Um, and then he, he retired, and I, I, I came here and took over for him when, when he retired. So uh, I live in Mount Airy. My, my wife, Tina, and I have been married for, will be 30 years this year. Um, we have two children that are grown, and they, they were out of, they, they were gone from our household before we, we moved here. <laughs> yeah. um, so we really like it in Mount Airy. Um, it's it's a super special place to us. Um, well, so you're a business I, owner and you're a citizen and a resident. Yes, I um, am. Came here about two years before I did. I came in 2015. Um, well, who got you involved in the chamber? Do you remember? 
you you came in and I know that you joined, but I came in 2015, so maybe somebody else got you involved and no, you joined the chamber. No, uh, actually, that that's not the that's that that's not what happened. Um, so when I moved here to take over this agency, and of course I had done it once. It's always interesting if not many people get the experience of having a business. Right. And then getting to do the exact same business a second time in a different place. So when I came here, you know, I, uh, I always had had operated under the idea that for any business, there's three segments. There's your office. Right. There's, there's your team. And mm-hmm. then there's the processes on how you run your business. Those are the three things you're working on all the time. Right. So when I came here to take over, because I'd done it before, I, I made a to-do list of things I needed to do to make sure my business was up and running and I took over in a seamless way. Right. And literally, and, and I think maybe I said this at the annual meeting last year, um, literally joining the chamber was on my to-do list. Now, so I, I didn't have a person here that asked me to be in the chamber. It was literally one of the first things I wanted to do. So, Were you um, involved in chambers in other areas where you worked well, at State Farm? I, I was. I was. I had an experience the first time I was a State Farm agent. It, it may sound familiar to a lot of people in Surrey County, because where when I was a State Farm agent before, I was in a town. I'll tell you where it was. It was Kannapolis, North Carolina. Oh yeah. And Kannapolis had was a mill town. I mean, it was close to Charlotte, but it was far enough away that at that time Charlotte had not started to really influence it, and the major employer in town. Um, was a mill. Originally, it was Cannon Mills. Right. You know, that made sheets and towels. And there's about 4,500 people were employed in that one mill. Wow. And um, while I was there, not at the beginning, but in the middle of my tenure there as a State Farm agent, that mill closed. And there was no notice. It, 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 It shut down literally like people came off their shift and were handed pink slips on the way out the door. Mm. And the, and the community was in a moment, and, and this was back in 2001 or two, somewhere around there, they were in a moment where the whole town, the whole community was asking the question, what do we do? How, how are we gonna get through this? There's so many people that are impacted. What jobs are available for all these people? I'm a business owner in the community. And, there, and that whole event really it was it was it was a it was a learning experience for everybody and yeah. the community was asking this question about what do we do how do we recover how are we going to proceed and um i i learned at that time that you know the success of the community is going to translate to me right as a business owner right and i was a member of the chamber but i was not I was not actively involved. I was a member because you were supporting I, it. I was supporting it, and I was right. like, "What? Well, I, I think that's what I'm supposed to do." Right. But right. I, I wasn't really as actively engaged like I am now. So when I came here, I I knew how important the chamber is as a voice for the business community. Right. And. I told myself when I come here, I, you know, at that time I was like, I don't really know what's going on in Mount Airy. Right. Um, I was, I was, but I was like, I know the chamber's important. So the very first thing that I did was join. 
Was the same thing that was happening in Kannapolis, was it happening in Mount Airy at about the same time? Because I was not here when when the implosion hit here. Again, we lost, Surrey County lost whatever it was, 10, 12, 15,000 jobs when multiple mills shut down. Was that about the same time that it was happening in Kannapolis as well? I, I, uh, All over the state. Well, there. I don't want to say that I don't know, but my, my my basic understanding of it was that a lot of that had already happened. Okay, yeah. Of course, yeah. some of that is still happening. Yeah, right. Some of that is still happening. Right, um, right. You know, what Kannapolis had was it was it had its proximity to Charlotte. Right. Um, n- now, that community is totally transformed because Charlotte has sprawled into it. Right, you know, but Mount Airy has a lot of things going on as well with tourism and the outdoor activities and the, yeah. the parkway. So um, I, I just knew instinctually when I came here that not only being a chamber member, but while that's important, right, I wanted to become actively engaged in the chamber because as I put my roots here, because I'm going to be here. Till the end, right? We have we have no intention of going anywhere else. This is my home now. You're committed. I I want <laughs> I want to I want things to go well. Right, right. And there's differing differing opinions about various subjects about what to do. How do you do that? Right. And you know, um, I just I know the chamber is an important part of that. So. Well, and and I remember meeting you uh, at uh, first, I think, through the Chamber Golf event, because I know you're a golfer, and uh, got involved in that, and uh, saw you at the community around uh, at the Chamber events, and, um, and of course, ironically, John and I, you probably remember, we met, because when I moved down here in 15, my agent, I was with State Farm, as a customer, my agent Virginia was not licensed in North Carolina. And I don't know how all that works, but anyway, he said, well, here's a couple of recommendations and one of them was your name. So, and then that's how we met, I remember, and, you know, I switched the insurance over because I had to have my home and my autos and everything else, life insurance and whatever, taken care of. And because um, I distinctly remember also seeing your face on a billboard. I, I tell you that jokingly all the time because that's something new to me up in in where I grew up in the city in Washington DC you just never saw it but you enter the south you see professional people will put uh, realtors especially insurance people so um um but your your business has of course taking over for a long time agent and 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 I've seen uh, has your business been successful? Has it is it been growing? And I've met some of your team members. And mm-hmm. so from the time that you started up, how's the business been going for you? Um, it's good. We 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 are growing. Um, I have invested um, pretty significantly back into the business. Um, I, I purchased the building I'm in from from Steve and his family. Um, and you know, remodeled the interior around how I wanted to operate my business, um, and you know, now I have six people working for me full time. Yeah. Um, Steve, Steve had three. Um, I staffed up to to grow, right, uh, and do a lot of marketing, right. Um, you know, something I think people ought to hear. Kind of going back to your story about how we connected through State Farm. Of course, I, I had already met you. Um, my, my recollection of that was that now at the, there, there, are, there are two State Farm offices in, 
and uh, there's actually three in Surrey County. There's one in Elk and there's two in Mount Airy. And all the State Farm agents are great. At that particular time, the second State Farm agent, who, who now is no longer with State Farm, retired right. and, and left. My recollection was that when you saw the billboard, that was a reminder to you, I've got exactly. to move my State Farm stuff down. Exactly I've got right. to get that done. But um, you, my, what you told me was you, you, you were like, okay, I see this guy on the billboard. Let's make sure he's a chamber member before I buy from him. <laughs> and so what you did was you looked to see if I was a chamber member. And at that particular time, I was a member. And the now retired State Farm agent was not. You're correct about that. Um, so You're correct you know, about I that. I was like, okay, being a chamber member actually pays off. Here's one. Well, and you know, people, we talk about that, but people do realize that, I was know, in the directory. It, <laughs> it does work that, you know, the chamber tries to do business with its members. We encourage our members to do business with other members. So, I mean, yeah, and we think that, that uh, the best businesses in the community, and indeed not all of them, but many of them uh, are members of the chamber, where you join the board and... Um, you know, I guess you missed a meeting and then, you know, then you, you join the executive committee. And and I know there are a lot of other things that happened on that. And then uh, we had somebody leave. Our chairman left uh, uh, with a job change and the position of the chairman of the board came up. You accepted the position earlier than what you thought would be. So at the end of of your term and you served chairman as one year, you actually would have served a year and a half as chair, and then you're going to remain on the executive committee for another year as immediate past chair. And and I've told you this before. I think it's, you know, you've been very visible at the chamber. People know you. Um, I think, you know, you're a small business, so most all of them can relate to you. Um, we've tried to make sure that you're visible out there, the various chamber things, and I think you've done great with it. Uh, and then people that don't know how these nonprofits work is that every year we, we change our chairman. The staff kind of run the day-to-day -day operations. The board and, and the executive committee deal with the policy and the strategic plan um, but, um, and of many other things. But, uh, um, but I know one, one project that you were able to help the chamber with a great deal, and, you know, I have been involved in strategic planning but but really it was not my strength and but you helped us a great deal when we sat down and it was you and some other people that acknowledged that the chamber needed a better plan than what it currently had and you and some other people got involved in drafting our strategic plan to tell us tell maybe our listeners how all that came about well, it started when we connected more through the insurance. Right. And we got to know each other better. And, and I remember telling you, uh, how can I get involved more? Um, right. And, and your response was, um, have you ever been involved in writing strategic <laughs> So I so and I and I had you know yes, you know so I remember in, that in between my two agency careers with State Farm I was in agency leadership for State Farm and got involved at the organizational level with strategic plans primarily for the for the state of North Carolina so I'd had back some some experiences in going through that great and um, so I was like that's great I do have experience with that and I I like having a plan I think most businesses have a have a business plan.
um, they have a written one. And you know, something I always will say is every business has two business plans. They have the one that they wrote down, right. and they have the one that they're actually doing. Right. And um, you know, we, we we did a lot of had a lot of conversation. We had multiple people from the board that were involved. Right. Robbie Gardner was involved. I remember Ron that. Johnson was involved. There's multiple people were involved in these meetings about how to write a, an effective plan. And um, you know, this it's not something that I wrote. It's not something that you wrote. It's something that the chamber leadership really wrote. Right. And originally, we had talked about you know should we hire an outside company to do it? And um, my thought was. <laughs> We can spend a whole lot of, of money doing that and end up with you know 150 page strategic exactly. plan that goes in a drawer, right? And it's 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 complicated. And we all decided that we would we would do our best to write a strategic plan that didn't cost us any money, right? And then another parameter, if you will recall, was we wanted it to fit on one piece of paper. Oh boy, I remember that. And and I um, remember that. I don't know how many meetings we had. But that, you know, the strategic plan that we have, which I'm sitting here in your office looking at it on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also published in the directory. Right. So if you have your directory, you, you can see it in the directory. It's not changed. Um, it's the 2020 strategic plan. Um, and, and in my experience, and, you know, maybe it's because in, in the world of organizations where we're not a small chamber, but we're not so big that it's, right. it's too bureaucratic. I think it's probably been one of the most effective strategic plans I have ever seen in, the, in an organization. It, it really, it's really been kind of a, it's, it's like you're a, a, a train and right. it's the tracks. Because every time something comes up about, you know, should the chamber do this or that? Right. We've been in meetings with the board and, and, and just you and me will we'll be like, well, you know, does it align with that plan? Exactly. And it, it really has taken on a life of its own. And Well, and I would also um, say any of the listeners who may be chamber members or maybe you're not a chamber member and you're part of an organization that doesn't have a strategic plan. I, you know, if you contact the chamber and contact me here at the chamber, I'm happy to send you a copy of it. It's also on our website if you haven't seen it, but it is in our directory. Uh, yeah, John and I are sitting in my office now, and yeah, I have it hanging uh, on my wall, um, and it helps me understand um, and guide me so when people... <clears throat> throw these crazy ideas in the community, and many of them come through our doors. Hey, uh, have the chamber thought about doing X? Uh, it helps me focus. And as part of that, you know, um, what it became to me, too, was that it was member-driven, and that's why I have, as well as our mission, to advance, promote, and encourage successful business growth for our members um, and it's it's been a great help to me, John. And I think that's probably your biggest legacy here at the chamber. I think every chairman leaves a legacy, um, and the strategic plan has been been a great great help um, to me. I know, John. What else? Another topic um, that um, you and I have made some trips around the county, meeting with elected officials because. Part of this plan is advocacy. We're supposed to be out and advocating on behalf of our members. So we've been visiting the various elected bodies, and you've, you've been a part of public hearings and other things we've had on various topics. Um, but you and I developed um, kind of a, 
a statement, if you will, from the chairman that that says kind of what what the chamber is that they used to in the old days they would call it the three-legged stool but now i think we've developed uh together a four-legged stool but tell our listeners about how that came about and and what do you think that that is you know an important part of the um the equation that four-legged well, I, stool. I, I think it goes back to, um, you know, the, the story I, I was talking about how important the chamber is. And if, if you th- now you, you can argue, and, and and I've heard different people say, well, there's there's more than just four of these, you know, um, and it depends on which angle you come from. But it's really about the success of the community. So if you were to think about the the community, the the, the whole region. You know, and it, and we, we say this all the time. I'll interject it at this point because I don't think right. we have. You know, we're, we're the greater Mount Airy chamber. Right. So we're, we're, we're housed in Mount Airy, but this is really a regional thing. And if you want to think about, you know, if the community, if the region of Surrey County is successful over the long haul, mm-hmm. what are the basic building blocks of that? So the four things that we have, that, that we have are, one is that we have a strong business community so the chamber is is the business community now right. not not every business that exists is a member of the chamber to me I, I i think that they that they all should be because stuff that we do say there's an issue that comes up where we do take up a, a position or even it might be that a local elected official calls one of the two of us and says what do you think right we're, we're which we're, does happen we're yeah. going to advocate on on behalf of businesses right so even businesses that are not members get the benefit of that absolutely um, I think everybody ought to be a member but the business community is one of those four things the school system is one of those four things right the hospital or the medical system that's available to the population is one of those four things and then the last thing is strong local government right and you know that's a much bigger vision really than, 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 than our members, but the success of both align. So the thing that I always say, and I've said this so many times, I, I have no notes in front of me of doing this, is, is that it's, it's really huge if you think about the potential, if all four of those components are all pulling in the same direction. Right. Um, if they're all pulling in different directions, then where the community goes is undetermined. Um, right. So, you know, I, I think that's that probably answers the question. Yeah, I, I think in, in one example that I've, and what made that very profound for me was that we all know about communities where one of those elements had died. I'll give the example I use with people a lot is Detroit. When Detroit was having their huge problems, still having issues, I think, but they've recovered a great deal, is when the central business district died and a lot of the business community relocated somewhere else, that hurt the community. Um, A nearby suburb of that actually had to close their public schools because they ran out of money. I Could anybody imagine what would happen in the city of Mount Airy or or Surrey County, if we had to close the schools, so or a hospital shuts down, 
or a local government is just not operating correctly or there's some kind of, you know, things going on in the in the public forums. But yeah. well, yeah. one of the things we've done and this I think this is, you know, kind of showing that what we what we say and what we do align. Right. Is that on the board now um, the board not only has local business folks that are on the board, the the board has both of the school superintendents for Surrey County and Mount Right. Uh, Chris Lumsden, who's the CEO of the hospital, is on the board. Right. And we have ex officio spots on the board. They're not voting members, but we, we do have local local government representation so that when we have those board meetings and we're talking about you know the issues or whatever's going on, all of those are represented. And right. I, I really do think, you know, Surrey County, if you look at it as a, you know, as a county, some people may be like, well, this is Mount Area and that's Pilot Mountain and that's Dobson. But what happens in one place affects the other. Right. And, and I, I think this county has done a pretty good job um, at aligning a lot of that. Uh, but I think the potential here is huge. Right. Well, that's as you know, John and I, we, we, we share something in common, and that is we're, we're both uh, transplants, if you will, um, uh, and we're here, and we've invested in the community, but we weren't born here, and many of the business owners I've met are generational. Their, their, their children, grandchildren, are involved in businesses. It is a different perspective. Um, and it's a, it's a it's a great community. But one thing that gets me sometimes is is to see the potential of what the community could be um, on some levels. It's a great community overall, and and otherwise we wouldn't be here. But the great things that are you know that are possible down down the road are just amazing. Well, what are some of your observations? And, you know, we got a, got a few minutes left here. And your time serving as the chairman because, you know, we've been in a lot of meetings together and sometimes there have been some difficult decisions and some interesting debate. Um, most of all, it's it, I can tell the, the listeners it's gone very smooth. Um, you know, like you, I've spent a long time in my career in uh, this is my sixth chamber. You know, some some chairmen have had wonderful years. Some of my chairmen depends on what happens. I was thinking the other day. You know, a 9/11's uh, anniversary is coming up. I remember being in the chamber the day of 9/11. You know, it was because uh, the building I was in was um, uh, evacuated because mm-hmm. uh, we were that close to the Pentagon and all that. So. Uh, um, but looking back now, you've been here over a year as chairman. You've got another four months uh, to serve, and you'll continue to serve on the executive committee. What are some of your observations on the chamber? What have been some of the highlights, uh, um, or just as a business owner, or uh, things that you want to share with our members about? You know, your observations on the chair. Um, on the chamber itself. Any thoughts? Um, I've been blessed that the time that I've been chair has, has, has been smooth. Um, I, I credit that uh, to you and the staff. We've got a really great team. Um, 
and the strategic plan. Like I said, it's, right. it's like the train on the tracks. Right. And so it's, it's been useful so many times. And I, I've been blessed. The things have been, you know, very smooth and running um, as we've moved along. So, you know, if I were to say, um, if, what's my takeaway? Maybe, right. that, maybe that's what or you're Or maybe asking. what the future holds. For the county? Or for the county or for the business community or whoever. Well, I mean, if, if I, I, I always say, and I truly believe this, that the future here is super bright. Right. Um, you know, in that agency leadership job that I had, and, and I came to Mount Airy because the job was changed. I, I came here as a result of a job change right. with my company. Where I moved here from is I moved here from just outside of Hendersonville, North Carolina. Right. Um, so for those people who are familiar with that area, and of course it's close to Asheville. Right. Asheville over the years has just, you know, boomed and exploded and people want to live in the mountains and a lot of retirees moved there. Right. Um, you know, it became the most ex one of the most expensive places in North Carolina to live. But in terms of its quality of life and the, the business community was very large um, and there was lots of stuff to do. This this county, this area where we are, is so similar to that area. It, it's almost scary. We, you know, these are things that nobody can, nobody's given us except for God, and nobody can take away. Um, which is, we are in a very moderate climate. We are in an absolutely beautiful place. Um, there's all these outdoor activities. The tourism is very high. Right. Um, we're, we're close to Winston-Salem, uh, similar to how Hendersonville might be close to Asheville. And people from outside who look to North Carolina mm -hmm. and say, gosh, if I'm going to retire or I want to live somewhere, wh where do I want to be? Right. This is a very attractive place for those people. Right. And, um, you know, of course, because of what I do for a living, we deal with people who move into the area. It, it would be surprising to people the number of people who are moving here. And, and uh, with, all, with the tourism and all of these different components that we have put together and where we are with what we have, the, the future is just, it's just super bright. Yeah. It's not guaranteed. Right. But, 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 it's, but it's bright, as, as I think, as long as everybody try, you know, pulls towards success. Right. Um, you know, fr from a chamber perspective, because I, I started to answer that question, you know, I always knew how important the chamber was, but having been involved as issues come up, right. seeing the things that happened that I never really saw before by being involved, it's really deepened my belief in this, on the advocacy side, and that's my motive. Right. Um, I do a lot more networking now than I, than I thought I would because I have found I really enjoy that as well. Right. But advocacy is still my thing. Um, it, it, my, my, my takeaway from the chamber is the chamber really is super important as the voice of the business community. A lot of times that stuff happens when nobody knows it happens. Like I said, it could be a phone call. Right. But when right. somebody wants to know what the business community thinks, the chamber's where they go. Well, that's what we hope and that we take, we take that moniker of being the voice of business very seriously. And there is confusion about what the role of the chamber is 
because there's some 7,000 chambers around the U.S. now, and you you know a, a kind of a, a joke in 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 my industry is that if you've seen one chamber, you've seen one chamber. They are different depending on where you go. Um, there is great potential in this community, and and you know ironically, I also meet a lot of locals and people who kind of complain or maybe down on this community in one way or the other. And, and I always tell them, as an outsider, you don't have to go pick a, pick a direction, 50 miles in any direction, and you will come to a little town, and people, I don't have to name them, people know who those towns are, or cities for that matter. And these people have been decimated by what happened in the textile industry, in the furniture manufacturing, and a host of other industries that are now overseas or offshore. Um, this community survived um, a devastating blow. So what I hear from the people who come here for the first time, tourists and business people, and like you said, the people who relocate here, they find um, um, a real image of small-town America. They, they um, do, and let, let me add this. Yeah. When those people are moving here, and you know they're transferring their state farm insurance like like you do. Right. My common question to them is, why did you pick Mount Airy? Right. You know what their answer almost always is? What's that? The people. Yeah. The people. The people yeah. here. Uh, I mean, we're Mayberry, right? Right. We really are. It it is very different here in that respect, and that is super attractive to people. Right. And I think it's something that everybody wants to 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 have that stay intact. Um. Yes. You know, when you make the comment about how some people are kind of down, right? I don't think that that you know. I've lived in I've lived in three different states and six different places in my career. Right. And everywhere I've been, every every community has an issue that they're dealing with. They're they're different. They're at different points in time, but there's always people that are like you know. They'll they'll say you know that well we have this issue you know and I'm kind of worried about that right I don't think that's unique to this area because you know this area wants to do well and everybody really sure. at the end does want that they sure. may disagree on how to get there right um, but it, but they all want the same outcome absolutely and, um, one of the most valuable valuable commodities that we offer and people see is, you know, they'll go visit 15 different towns in North Carolina trying to figure out where they want to live, and they'll pick Mount Airy because of the people. So Right, um, right. And ironically, you know, I was watching an episode the other night. I came here because of Andy Griffith, as many people did, but stayed for a lot of other reasons. But there was an episode on the other night where uh, the town was entertaining some people that came in and uh, Andy said something, Sheriff Andy said something like, remember, Mayberry is known as the friendly city. And, and I found some marketing pieces uh, that the chamber used, and we still use that moniker that we are the friendly city. And I found that to be as someone, I didn't, uh, somebody that came in this community cold, didn't know a soul. It is absolutely true. It is a very friendly city. Uh, it's got its problems like every community and county in this great country of ours. But, um, yes, we have a lot to be thankful for, and it is a great community. Um, I would probably wrap that up by saying, uh, again, that if, 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 you, if you're listening to us talk and have made it this far, 
and you're a business owner and you're not a member of the chamber, you, you really should be. Um, the, the more resources, the chamber is nonprofit. Right. It is, it is not a money-making thing. You know, the, 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 the staff is paid by the chamber. The board are all volunteers. Right. All wanting to do good things. The more resources we have and the more members we have, the more we can do. And, exactly. Um, now, I'm just very pleased that I've been able to be chair and, you know, I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready for James to take over. <laughs> um, but it's but it really has been. It's it's not been a time commitment that I haven't been able to handle. Right. Um, I've had people tell me tell me you know recently like oh my gosh you know I see all these pictures of you everywhere and you know I post a lot of stuff on LinkedIn people see that uh, my selfies or whatever right and they'll be like gosh you know how are you able to do all that and I'm like well there's always there's the, there's a the reality and there's the perception right and when you got a team that's as good as you and 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 the, the folks that work here and and, and you separate that macro micro thing. Um, it, it just, it really has been very enjoyable and I'm glad I've been able to do it. And that's great. And, um, you know, I really appreciate working with you. Well, I appreciate that. And, uh, you've been a great leader and continue to be. Um, and, um, we appreciate you taking the time today to, to chat about it and hope this has given our members, uh, our listeners a little bit of an insight of the leaders, uh, involved in the chamber. Uh, Again, today we've been talking to John Phillips um, with State Farm Insurance. John is the chairman of the board of the Greater Mount Area Chamber of Commerce and will serve in that position through 2019. Um, And John, we we thank you for your time and uh, we look forward to a, a great end of the of your term as chair. And I would invite anybody listening to if you want to get in touch with John, you could certainly if you just Google State Farm Insurance John Phillips, he's out there everywhere. You can find him in the phone book. You can find him uh, or just go down South Street. and. Um, oh, I'm also in the chamber directory. And the chamber directory. And uh, John is a member. Oh. And, uh, um, and if you have concerns, questions, ideas about the chamber, uh, or you could certainly just call me and I'm happy to, to send you John's uh, contact information. But... Uh, We appreciate everybody listening today, and John, thanks for being with us. Thank you, Randy. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk Business, presented by the Greater Mount Airy Chamber of Commerce. Feel free to contact us to let us know some topics you'd like to hear. I'm your host, Randy Collins. Stay tuned for more episodes, and have a great day.